Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. How would you begin? How would you begin to address the culture of managers know what will work best when the managers are not practicing lean principles? So I would say that um, managers often, even if they've done the job, they may not have done the job recently. What I hear, what I hear most from management is they're so busy that they're afraid to ask for more ideas from their employees because it's just going to be piling on their workload. And that's not the way to look at it. The way to look at it is how can you help your employees make improvements? You don't have to know the answers. And if you know the answer, you probably is best not to tell them because they're never going to learn. And you're always going to be the person you have to come to to get answers. And you want to create a situation where your employees have the freedom and the, they're not afraid to try things and make mistakes but they're gonna learn from that and they're gonna be better and better over time. And that means they will need to bother you less with the day-to-day stuff. And that can free you up to do more of the real work you should be doing, which is leading the team and setting processes and setting the vision and, and motivating people and dealing with you know, the, the personal issues and the um, cross-training plans and, and things like that that we really don't get around to doing very much. The managers often don't know the right answers and that frustrates the workers because they know that they're not here they don't really understand what we do and that's a disrespect to the employees which we talked about is not one of the principles it's respect for people which means i don't know what do you think what do you think is going on why do you think this problem is happening what would you suggest we try to fix this problem that's the that's the right way to approach it from the manager side of it that's the technical stuff around it, but for the manager themselves, they should be more of moving to more like a coach role where you're not, you're not the player on the field. You're a coach and you're trying to guide them to be successful in their work area. And this is really going to improve their engagement because they're going to see that they're not telling me the answers. I'm going to have to figure it out myself. But when I try these ideas out and I make these changes, I'm going to support them because I was involved in making the ideas. Right? Someone didn't tell me what to do, and I can easily say, I'm not going to follow that. That's not going to work because it wasn't my idea. So we're trying to flip the switch a little bit from the manager side to say, don't give answers, ask good questions. I see that in my agency a lot with different managers that I've talked to that all bring something up and say like, oh, how about if we, you know, we haven't checked in about this phone list that we're posting everywhere. And I'm not so sure people are looking at this phone list. I think they're looking it up in the Outlook contacts. Um, could we, you know, maybe get a small group of us that care about this and and kind of assess it and see why are we spending so much time editing this phone list and it affects like 20 different people and we're updating it every month. And then it, as soon as we post it, it's irrelevant. And I, my, the response from the manager was, well, who says this is a problem? Did somebody come to you and complain? Like they're just such in the, like this mindset of addressing problems 
that when a process improvement idea comes up, they're like, whoa, whoa, what's wrong? Does somebody not like it? Does somebody have an issue with it? Otherwise, if nobody's complaining, that must mean mm -hmm. it's working just fine. And let's right. just keep on doing it. Yeah, that's that's kind of like, uh, yeah, if I don't, if you don't admit there's a problem, then I don't have to deal with it. And that's probably goes back to this idea that they're overwhelmed with so many problems that they just don't want to think about it. If no, if they're not sure it's a fire, right? If you look at it from the standpoint of how much time you spend updating that, that document, that's, that's time eating away at other things you could be doing. And if no one's getting value out of it, then you really have to question what's the point? You know, if there's better systems, you know, maybe it made sense five, 10 years ago, but things change. Um, our company used to do monthly activity reports when I worked at a corporate uh, in the corporate world. And then they realized no one was reading them and it was a lot of effort and there was little value there. So they quit doing it. That's one thing you could do is delete it off and remove it and see if anyone complains. And if not, then maybe that's a good sign that there wasn't much value being generated or work with the people who do like it and say, this is another way you can get the same information faster and more accurate. And it's going to stay correct. You don't have many wrong numbers and missing names and stuff like that. So. Um, or maybe there's a faster way to get it updated that doesn't require so much work if there is people who do value it. Um, but yeah, I think that just sounds like they just are overwhelmed with stuff and don't want to even have to think about it, whether or not it's uh, in part of improvement or not. It's just a matter of only dealing with fires that have brewed up. Yeah, absolutely. I can, I can see that. Yeah, the tools are very important and helpful. Um, but we also want to, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, the people element of this. So there's some great lean tools like 5S, but if we just force 5S on the people, it's not going to go very well, right? So it's got to be the people with the analytics and the process evaluation too. They have to go together. You can't disconnect them and say, well, the map said this, but that's affecting people and how they work. And people don't like that. They're not involved and engaged. And so we want to use the tools together as a team and work through it. And sometimes the right answer is, um, even though the analytics say we should do one thing, the right answer is, but we're not ready for it. And our, we're just going to hurt our culture if we try to force this to, to go too fast. And we're going to discourage people from wanting to make more improvements or we're going to frustrate people. And so I would say, hold off until we get more buy-in or more support for that change, because we don't want to ruin the trust we have with our workers and employees and coworkers um, just to say we got these benefits or savings. So um, we always have to be balancing, you know, the data with the people. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.